right, and welcome to Fast Break Breakfast NBA Podcast. My name is Keith, here once again with my buddies Chuck and John. Hey now. Jump man, jump man, jump man, jump man. Gentlemen, how are we? Good. Freaked out. How you freaked out, John? John's visibly shaken. Freaked out. I've never seen his hair look like this. <laughs> the hair is, did you, is it curled? Is it styled curled? That's what happens if I do not comb my hair. No, that's all, that's all natural. That's what I'm he looks so. like the morning after Memphis. Yeah. Like when we're about to go get barbecue. That's why I don't often have short hair, gentlemen. Mm-hmm. I just look like Police Academy era Steve Gutenberg. <laughs> yeah, very much so. It's not the best look in the world. Uh, on my way here from Keith's hometown of Franklin. Which Franklin, is like, Tennessee, home of Justin Timberlake and Johnny Depp. It's like Nashville's own South Africa. They, they, uh, apparently they live there now. Johnny, oh, okay. They, they, own, they, they own, own property. property. <laughs> Vineyards. Yeah. Vineyards there. Yeah. <laughs> They're building Americana music festivals. Right. That's where Johnny Depp stores his wine. <laughs> yeah. Um, but as I'm approaching uh, Keith's house, going through the dreadful mallscape, um, I get behind this car. <clears throat> I have no idea what bra- brand of car. Is that a thing? That is, is, do cars have make, brands? Make, model. Make, model. There you mm-hmm. go. Uh, just a big red T surrounded by silver plumage. Anything, mm. guys? Is that a red Tesla? Did, are Teslas oh, red? What year are we talking? <sighs> I mean, it seemed fairly recent. It was either some new kind of car. Was it a Tucker? Do you remember no. that movie? The- Tucker? Is that <laughs> yeah. a thing? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it was a new. I think it's it was a just Tesla. a dude whose name started with T. Yeah, it, it could have been a custom, a custom it, car built. Because I think it might have been like a, like a Crown Vic. Oh, okay. But it was pimped <laughs> out, and uh, he was bumping that song, Jumpman, 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 yeah. and had a Jumpman logo. Love it on his car. Mm. So I spring into action, and I you got to find out maneuver, who it is. maneuver my way around. And I have a bunch of fast break breakfast flyers <laughs> in my car. I decide to pull up next to this guy, honk the horn, and try to wave it at him and give him one. Uh, the blacked out window rolls down. Incredible plume of weed smoke okay. flies into my car. Uh, a dude who looks just like Easy looks at me, uh, shoots me the bird, and then changes course, like, because we're at a light, turns. <laughs> turns and makes it so he now is not going where he was going just to be away from my irksome presence. He, he thought you were clan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know what he thought yeah. I was waving at him. Yeah, there's nothing like it. A- I was like, hey, I got an NBA podcast. Do you like the Grizzlies? <laughs> You are uh. wearing. You are wearing again. Is that the? Uh, forgive my ignorance. Is that the Ultimate Warrior? Macho Man. Macho Man. So you're wearing a Macho Man shirt, which just looks like a, a Tennessee Vol shirt. I haven't shaved. I've barely, uh, barely slept in a couple of days. Yeah, and and you drive. You know, a borderline. This could be a bro. Yeah. SUV. Yeah. And so. I, I give you one guess. What song I was bumping? Maximum volume. Uh, Return of the Mac. Absolutely. Cr- crash into me. <laughs> Chuck, Chuck got it on the first try. <laughs> oh, that's all he listens to is Return of the Mac. <laughs> like 80% it's of the time. It's my podcast warm-up song. He comes into a driveway. He's playing Return of the Mac loudly with his windows down no matter the weather. See, I have entrance music like a wrestler. Mm-hmm. That's good. <laughs> that's, that's good. That's good on brand. See that? Buffalo Stance by Nene Cherry. <laughs> well, we are recording this episode a little early in the week. 
the day after the men's national championship game, which I heard Oof. was terrible. I think I watched the last minute or two. Uh, so there's not a lot of NBA, though. 40-something fouls called. Yeah, I, was, I watched that game, and it was f- the refs were trying to like become famous, it felt like. They're like, ooh, I need screen time. And, for, yeah, there were more fouls than minutes played. It was so bleak. I had to watch just the replay of the Timberwolves Trailblazers <laughs> ma- makeup game. That, was, that game was fun, though. That game was huge. Yeah. It turns out, uh, don't go small against Big Cat. Oh, that's a bad idea. New rule. Yeah, don't try that. That Big Cat will eat you up. <laughs> yeah. Well, so we are, we are recording early in the week. But before we get into all that, did we have a chance to have breakfast? I had some breakfast this morning. Um, had my son last night. I have a kid. He's three. He's enormous. He loves bacon. Yeah. So wake up. What do you want to eat, buddy? Bacon. So at 7.45 this morning. Your kid's such a hipster. Cooking. Yeah. Well, he really is <laughs> just like a picky eater. It's like bacon, french fries, and chicken nuggets. Are the Take only him to Shoney's. Let him make a mountain. <laughs> so I made a bunch of bacon and biscuits uh, this morning for the, for the young seed. He was, uh, he was very happy. And then very thirsty. I had to give him a bunch of water. because No, probably, yeah, that, it'll dehydrate. I probably gave him a week's worth of sodium. Right. But yeah, bacon and biscuits. Real simple, a little butter. Nothing crazy, but it was solid. Speaking of kids, I was feeding my son. Actually, the uh, mother-in-law is in town. Yes. Kind of hopping out. car here. Yeah, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been, you know, it's really funny how I take care of my kid almost the whole time during the day while my wife earns the bread. Right. Uh and my kid, very into me, likes me a lot. Loves you. However, when his grandmother is in town, who he calls Jish, which is a whatever. <laughs> Babies say silly things. I want to get that checked out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He came up with it. Uh, when, when his, you know, Jish is in town, he just looks at me and says, no, dad, dad, inside, dad, dad, upstairs. Like, he just commands me to go wherever they are and are. Okay. So it's, just, it's like. Kicks you out. Yeah, he's like, I don't, I, I can't, like, I'm playing here. I'm having fun. He has dissociative disorder. Yeah. Uh, I did notice that. Uh, I could have probably guessed you had in-laws in town because a baby dungeon is almost presentable. There's only, like, four pairs of sneakers on the floor and, like, two, like, two. All this crap on the floor is not baby stuff. This is Keith's crap. <laughs> yeah. No, it's uh, it's Grizzlies giveaways. <laughs> giveaways. It's a bunch of Grizzlies giveaways and random flyers, expired right. flyers <laughs> that, I'm, that I'm taking. Afghans. That I'm taking on top notes of on. sneakers, guitar but, cases. But anyway, that was saying for for the further breakfast, uh, just just a, a nice little fruit medley. The uh, the mother in law brought some extra fruits in, so Abe, Abe was treating himself to some especially tasty grapes. Ooh, had some of those. So love I, 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 had a, I love grapes too. And fantastic. Kids are right on. So that's what I had. A, a little fruit medley for my mm. breakfast. Did you know that Jack the Ripper fed grapes to his victims? I like that detail. That's great. L- laudanum covered grapes. Oh, is that how he like drugged them? Yes. Oh, that's that's diabolical for you know Victorian times. Don't write that down, Chuck, because it's not true. Well, I just don't want you to use it on. Oh, uh, okay, I get it. No, I, they usually are consensual. <laughs> Mostly. I mean, if I'm going to get if, killed by a serial killer, mm-hmm. I'd rather have laudanum beforehand. <laughs> yeah, make make the pain go away. Yeah, man. I don't know. I, you know, are you sawing your leg off? Put put you to sleep. Take your organs. It's got dark real quick. What did you eat, John? John? Did you have breakfast in Williamson County? Franklin does things to you. Uh, did, yeah, did I, you go to Meredith's Bread Basket? Like, did, I did. Get yourself a little uh, 
One of the worst things about making a record is that these uh, starving artists are somehow also entitled, so I have to put like a lot of thought into what breakfast foods I'm going to put in the studio. I went and got a bunch of Publix croissants. Ah. And I bought one of those Keurig things, because I don't know how to make coffee. <laughs> but everyone seemed happy. Is coffee... I saw this conversation on Twitter. Coffee is a purely functional drink. Like Yes. It is purely an acquired taste, right? Like, I uh, don't drink coffee, and when I, the few times I've had it, I think it tastes disgusting. So, like, I drink coffee all the time, and I love coffee. Right. But it's because it keeps me awake, and it moves my bowels. Right. And that combination has given me such pleasant just association with coffee. And you, you like the consistency of it. Like, it, you know what you're going to get every time. Poop yeah. and energy. Exactly. Perfect. Poo so energy. If, if coffee did not have these qualities, would it have disappeared from, like, the human existence like i feel like 500 years ago they're like you know what this 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 bean water you can stick keeps you keeps you awake and everyone's like oh i need some bean water i mean it's similar to alcohol spirits right so like the the, like the first time you you first time you drink beer the most common reaction is oh yes like horrifying taste yes um but then you have the pleasant associations and it works out and you're like oh this has a function i'm all about this and now i love the taste so if Mountain Dew was like existed a, th- a thousand years ago, would coffee be totally done? Oh, uh, would, would would the cowboys out on the Lone Res- Prairie resounding? Yes, o- over over the fire when they wake up in the mornings, it wouldn't be like brew me up the cup of Joe. Yeah, this it, is what I don't get: the people who are like, "I'll take my coffee black. I need to taste." Those no, I do that now. Beans. That's gross. Your mouth should enjoy what you put in it, and you should never squint. I hate craft beer for that reason. Don't make my beer taste like anything other than a little bit less than water. That's what I want my beer to taste I want it to like. be cold, cold water. Super duper cold water that doesn't taste like Aquanet. But see, now I've grown accustomed to the microbrew beers, and I don't enjoy, I don't enjoy like the, okay. the, the cheaper cold water beers. The, the aristocratic I have, palate. I have started drinking my coffee black just because I felt like that's what a man is supposed to do. Yeah, I like did. I was pure. Pra- I, I used to put all kinds of flavored he's creamer. Pra- he's a prairie cowboy. Now. My dad drinks yeah. his t- coffee black, and when I went into the military, never this had coffee. This sauce was made in New York City. I never had coffee until I went in the military, <laughs> and I was like, "Get a I, rope." I got to drink my coffee black. That's the way men do it. And yeah. then I hated coffee. Drank a bunch of Mountain Dew. Sweet. Exactly what happened. Right. That was a sweet pace Picani. And now I'll drink a coffee. I just got to put some sugar in it. <laughs> like coffee's good with sugar. Like, oh, no. yeah. like sugar helps everything. You don't, <laughs> don't have to tell me, Chuck. <laughs> no, I, I was you know. I was banned from drinking coffee by my band. Oh yeah, yeah. Did you turn into a complete jerk? That's from the behind the music right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, apparently, I do not need coffee, anyways. <laughs> and when I drink, and of course, when I would drink coffee, I would drink lots of coffee. Yeah. John's not a man of moderation. Yeah. No. Uh, this was that was my first experience with a Keurig thing. Those <laughs> things are awesome. Different Just flavors. Destroying the planet, though. I would get the nastiest flavor I could find, too, like hazelnut Christmas coffee. I started drinking coffee when I had to do temp jobs when I was out of college and was finally like, I need a way to make some money when like music wasn't meeting the bills. Mm-hmm. And I would get random temp jobs, and I would, you know, like my body was stunned to have to be somewhere at like eight in the morning. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we got a free coffee maker. I'm like, cool. And I was just, I was doing Keurig and mixing hot chocolate because it was horrible. <laughs> and I was like, just chugging coffee. Like, this is wild. No, anyway. I get it. I, I, I do the same thing, but with Mexican Cokes. Mm. <laughs> Cane de- sugar. I'll be dead soon. Yeah. Uh, all right. So those were our breakfasts. After our breakfast, we move to our breakfast in bed apologies. This is our chance to make right what we might have gotten wrong 
on any previous episode, does anyone have anything they need to apologize for? <sighs> you know what I did? You know, I got to talk too much. My mouth runs when it shouldn't. And last week, I was talking about getting the Cavs in the second, in the first round, seventh seed, blah, blah, blah. I'm afraid my boys, the Miami Heat, are not going to make the playoffs. Mm. So if we're looking at the three teams right now vying for the last two spots in the East, you've got Miami. I would say four teams, Chuck. Four teams. Yeah. Miami, Indiana, uh, Chicago. I'm really looking at Indiana, Chicago because of the teams that Miami's basically uh, tied with. Record-wise, Miami's uh, schedule's ridiculous. At Charlotte, at Toronto, at Washington, Cleveland, then Washington at home. Uh, Indiana's looking st- stupid easy. They got to play. Yeah, but they're not. I mean, other than that pretty stellar performance against the Cavs that they lost. That they lost, thank they've, thankfully. They've played pretty poorly. Um, <clears throat> they're, and, they're backing out of it. And Chicago's looking... Chicago's looking what like is going on easy. with Chicago? Dwayne Wade got hurt. That's what's going on. Yeah, he was there. He was the reason why they were getting bogged down. Surround think, Jimmy Butler with shooters, and that's a pretty decent team. Yeah, I think Fred Hoiberg is coming for that Coach of the Year. <laughs> Yo, how are they winning with Joffrey Laverne and Rajon Rondo? You mm. take Joffrey's name out your mouth, King Joffrey. King I saw Joffrey. him knock down back to back threes the other night. Rondo going for triple doubles, hunting like Westbrook. Rondo's killing it. They're playing well. Um, I guess. You know that the, the locker room chemistry when you don't have a champion walking around telling everybody how to play when he's not really playing his you know real efficient basketball might help the team chemistry a bit. I think Rondo saw Alfred Payton balling over there making a claim as best point guard who can never make a free throw ever, <laughs> and was like, "Hey, now slow down." But That's yeah, my title. The Bulls have like a real soft schedule. I, I just feel like I've jinxed them, and I'm you know I'm sorry. Heat fans, I'm just, I feel sad. If we don't make the playoffs, I kind of feel the burden on my shoulders for running my big mouth. I know how fickle the round ball gods can be, and I've angered them. I think it's wild, and that's obviously, as we record this on Tuesday afternoon ahead of where the NBA kicks into its final, whatever it is, like eight days, yeah, yeah, eight days of the schedule, and we now, I mean, the Bulls were in 10th place like four days ago, or five days ago, because we were, I talked last week about how the Bucks were in 10th place. And over a span of three weeks, jumped all the way to fifth. The Bulls did it in four days. Yeah. <laughs> like they went from 10th to fifth. It's so crazy how much, like this season where we'd already written off these teams, the Pacers completely bottomed out, now kind of on the outside looking well, Paul in. Paul George needs that all NBA money, dog. Yeah. And, and the Hornets, my boys. Don't talk about the Hornets anymore. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Cody Zeller's back, carrying Steve Clifford and the team. You know, I think they won seven of nine. And they own, they're probably going to own the tiebreakers with most of yeah. the other teams. So suddenly the Hornets have gone from nowhere back into the playoffs. Well, my apology is, is not playoff related. I, I had an epiphany. I had an epiphany playing basketball. I haven't been playing that much pickup basketball recently. And I used to describe my playing style. You know, I mean, yes, John always goes with the Rambus. I have some Rambus in me. Range more rank, rangy defender. Pick set, pick setter, kind of rangy. Incredibly, but I'm annoying. also kind of wild man. Have a strange release, you know. But but I could score some. So I'd say like I'm like a Tayshawn Tony Allen mix because I'm just pulling in guys I love. Right. And I I think I, I had to come to Jesus where I, where I realized we'd been talking a lot on our Patreon only Slack chat, and then I was watching my game. Uh, Wait, you recorded your own game? No, no, I wish. Okay. Because 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 I would. <laughs> you uh, get sport view. <laughs> yeah, sport sport view for myself. I'd buy, I'd buy that service. No, Chuck the, played one game for our psychotic rec league team, and our rec league guy 
uh, team captain Matt Bell uh, made someone take stats for us. Well, Chuck's, yeah. <laughs> Chuck's sport view would be like traveled 86 feet. Mm, yeah. Well, also, John got me really drunk before yeah. that first game. And uh, John plays drunk and I don't. <laughs> no, so <laughs> I can't be stopped drunk. I realized as, as a big man, like, like most of these games, I'm playing like a stretch four type thing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? I am... I am the basketball, the white man bad pickup doppelganger. I'm a stretch mark four. Of, of Al Farouk Aminu. Oh, yeah. Like that, like that's who. You like, got those like, Adolfs. You have those. He just had that 20 point game the other night. The Adolfs. Like I will dribble the ball off my foot all the time. I, I have no handle. For those who don't know, the Adolf is a, st- a statistic we've created here on Fast Break Breakfast, which is, which is an Aminu dribbles off leg of, or foot. Right. And uh, like I also heard Aminu described in this way, and I realized it could be described about me. His three pointers aren't going in this year. <laughs> like, oh yeah, that that could be said for. I, I've had like, oh yeah, I'm not I'm not making threes this year, uh-huh. and that's that's where he's at. So, I think it's kind of a, a revelation confession. Yeah, I, I'm I'm less Tony Allen, a little more Al Farouk, <laughs> which again, it, to me, that's a big step down. Maybe that's, other listeners are like, those guys, you know, feel ashamed as of. you age, you become more self aware, and it's beautiful for you to understand yeah. that. So, don't depend on me for offense, guys. <laughs> oh, yeah, Chuck and I don't have any comparables. No, there's no NBA no. comparables for what we're doing out there. No, I mean, like maybe Big Baby Davis. If I had like three, <laughs> if, if Big Baby Davis was literally a toddler, more, yeah, flailing between three point more lines. hotel lobby, Big Baby Davis, right? Like, yes, more that's, like that's more. Yeah, Philip Seymour Hoffman from that movie where he plays basketball. Maybe. Right, right, right. That movie, <laughs> Ben Stiller, something. Yeah, what was Don't know. Was it along came Polly? No, it was along came Polly. Ding, ding, ding. I walked into that movie as like a second of a double feature. Watched four to five minutes left. Like, nah, garbage. Go find something else. People, I'm glad people stopped trying to make Jennifer Aniston a leading lady. Ben's still are very unlikable. Unless he's a character. Our our 90s references are on point. Only moderately funny and then surprisingly chiseled, which annoys me. Yeah, that makes me kind of upset. And has really cool parents. Yeah. Like, he kind of spoiled brat. Yeah, come on. And he's married to the hot girl oh. from Hey Dude. <laughs> Damn it. Glad that was the reference. <laughs> His life irritates me. If you guys are playing 90s bingo, it will, all, all killing has just behind, been. <laughs> behind the music has been dropped. Carrot Top is ripped. Pa- Pace salsa. Carrot Top is jacked to the gills. <laughs> he's on all sorts. Him of, and Haley Joel Osment. That's, all sorts of you got an apo- That's a lot of Diana ball. <laughs> you got an apology, John? Hold on. Yes, sir. Haley Joel Osment is jacked now? I thought he was fat. He w- he was jacked as of MySpace seven years ago. Oh no, he's a fat kid now. He's fat he's now. So fat. But he was like, I thought he was like roided up. I'll, I'll have to check my my mid. I think you're no 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 no. I think you're confusing the kid from Jerry Maguire. That kid is yoked. <laughs> he's yoked. That's probably <laughs> the kid that's like, <laughs> the uh, the human head. What was, what, was his, what was his awesome Jonathan line? Nicky. Yeah, Nicky. Lip Nicky. Yeah, Lip Nicky. What was his line? You I, complete I take, me. Take that for the cholesterol. Never stop. Me, what did <laughs> no? What did the kids say in that? Your like human head weighs eight pounds. Eight pounds. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Dogs and bees Ugh. can smell fear. Cameron Crowe films. <laughs> Cameron Crowe films that aren't Fast Times are so painful. We got to get to your your apologies. What's, I'm gonna apologize for all this '90s talk. <laughs> Why don't we just do that? That's my apology. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Anyone born? Sorry, I brought after 1985. Sorry, I brought up the maker of Vanilla Sky. <laughs> <laughs> Although that does have the most amazing line delivery by Cameron Diaz, if anyone wants to, yeah, we might as well. Just, just We're bleep, all in just right bleep now. The whole, the whole thing. I swallowed. <laughs> <laughs> 
She said it with a little more. Oh, it's, it's all the line zest. delivery. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not going to even pretend to get near that lesbian like artistry. <laughs> all right. Well, those were our breakfast in bed apologies. Before we get to our steak and eggs, one we have to close the, the door on our March reviews. Thank iTunes reviews written. Thank Chuck, you. Are, are you ready to read this last one? Oh, we got a review here from Buzzer Beater. Uh, it's called Buzzer Beater by Just Under the Wire. Yeah, they just made it by Yellow Room Recording. Funny, informative, entertaining, and mostly coherent. With a focus on basketball analysis, breakfast breakdowns, trivia, and movie and TV show spoilers. That's John's specialty. Mm-hmm. The hosts have an easy chemistry, and only one of them has ever thrown up in my room. One of my two-go podcasts every week. Signed, Captain Mahoney's Uncle Ani's Fona Bologna Pognas. So I tell you, I know who that is. And you threw up in the room. That's my buddy Peter. <laughs> <laughs> Living out in Portland. Uh, so the Chuck and I had to think about whose rooms we Because I've in, thrown though. up in m- multiple rooms. The first time I ever threw up this on, week. on alcohol was in his room. Was drinking some screwdrivers. Ooh. That's a bad one. Uh, I, I feel like the vodka was horrible tasting. And my thought was, let's finish this off so we can drink something else. Oh, that's not logic. No, 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 it wasn't. And, and also, I think I, I had that kind of Kid Icarus. <laughs> I was flying too close to the sun. Oh, yeah. I had never, like, I never thought of on, on alcohol before. I'm like, maybe I have a really awesome tolerance. Yeah. You know, so I did. I threw up on, on his uh, his pillow. Kid Icarus? I, uh, I apologize. Yeah. 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 Isn't that a band? Well, well, it's a it, video game. Well, it's a video game. Yeah, Icarus? It's yeah, a car- yeah. 8-bit Icarus cartridge is the story. Game. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when someone who's not smart tries to sound smart. <laughs> I do it all the time. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I misuse words yeah. constantly. But the the signed the Cap Mahoney's Uncle Oni's, it's pronounced phony baloney ponies. Phony we uh, that was that was our band name. We were in a band. I was in band with Peter in high school. Oh, that's great. And we, we used the baloney Bologna spelling mm-hmm. to spell as many words as we could. Uh, we booked a show at a coffee house in Franklin that made us change the name because actually our, our name started with phony baloney ponies. And they said that's offensive. Th- those are dildos. Oh, what? To which we were like, I had no you idea. Had, didn't even think about that, did and you? And then I had to find out what that was. Mm. And yeah, but anyway. So then, we, <laughs> so then we added Cat Mahoney's first hustler story. Wait, you yes. didn't know what a dildo? No, was? I did. Okay, at that point, he didn't know what so a baloney pony was. You were raised in was. Franklin, right? Yeah. But but then apparently, if we added Cat Mahoney's Uncle Oni's to the tar- start of the band name, yeah, that was fine. <laughs> So anyway, did you poke Mahoney in there too? <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, thanks thanks for that review. Also, one more announcement. I, as I mentioned in our episode interview with Matt Moore, I've chosen a the tournament team. I've been talking about this for years, wanting to have a the tournament team. I'm pulling John and Chuck in with us. I don't know what this is. This is the AJ basket- Ogilvy's on the team apparently. This is the basketball tournament. That happens every year in August. It's a $2 million winner-take-all, but we're trying to win money. I've been inviting you guys to split the score. Uh, and so to do this, this is the Memorial Magic team. to it's help Vandy players. They're going to lose in the first round. Now, Kevin Stallings isn't coaching. Look, if, it'll, we're, it'll involved, if we're involved um, and there's money at stake, I'll get down with some performance-enhancing so drug distribution. All you got to do, Chuck, is get some email addresses. Okay. So anyway. Not like Jaguar horm- hormones? That, that would work, too. All you have to do right now, I've redirected one of our domain names. All you have to do right now is go to fastbreakbreakfast.com. Mm-hmm. It will redirect you to the voting page for this Vanderbilt basketball alumni team for the tournament. Keith's gone ham. And if you want to go to our real website, go to joeycrawford.tech. Exactly. But Why so, didn't you so, redirect that one? Because I, I don't own What's that wrong one. with you? 
I don't own that domain. Someone else in Somebody the in the universe to us. has done that for us. A beautiful person. But anyway, so support us. Support this Vanderbilt basketball alumni team, and uh, go to fastbreakbreakfast.com and put in your email address. Vote for them, and that will really help us out. All right, steak and eggs, best thing. What's the best thing you saw in the last five days? Ooh, Scotty Pippen. What's, uh, what's Scotty done? Man, Scotty's doing what all of the NBA thinks, and it took him much like Nixon would be the only one that could go to China. Scotty Pippen is the only one that can truly bury Phil Jackson's career, which he did recently on a, I guess, ESPN show. What, what show was that? I have no idea. I watched the clip, but I didn't. Uh, I don't. Even, it, Rachel Nichols was on it. Oh, the jump, probably. The jump. That's what it is. But uh, yeah, Phil Jackson, Brett, you gotta go. It's it's done. It's over. You gotta like for the lo- if you love that franchise, you played for the Knicks in their heyday, and they actually mattered. Um, he's completely incompetent. His idea of a good coach is Derek Wet Dick Fisher. Scotty, loves, remember the triangle. Loves Kurt Rambis. Scotty, he's stuck in a triangular prison built on antiquated understandings of the NBA. <laughs> Short of stumbling into Porzingis. His personnel moves have been really atrocious. And, and Mindaugas Kuzminskis. <laughs> that is a point in Phil's favor. <laughs> the mind freak. Uh, yeah. Let, and after, even after getting Porzingis and, you know, by luck, surrounding him by players that could be uh, arguably detrimental to his development, Courtney Lee, Derrick Rose, high volume. How dare you slander Sorry. Courtney Lee? Uh, How dare you, sir? Clee! Also to give Carmelo a max contract and a no trade clause. It's like signing a prenup where you only file for divorce if your partner agrees to it. And I never understood that from a team's perspective because it never works out for when is I, a no- sure, I sure understand prenups, though. When has that ever worked out for a team? But Phil did it. And speaking of breakups. Yeah, try. Jeannie ain't dating no losers, bro. And that's probably what happened. She saw after your six rings, you go to this team and just bumble. You're just a gross, incompetent mess now. I'm not going to pretend to I know why Jeannie you broke Bus up. Jeannie Bus is surrounded by losers <clears throat> at this point. I feel bad. Just trying to get I feel rid of bad her. for Jeannie. I mean, imagine you run the Lakers, right? And your boyfriend says, "Hey, I'm a I'm a move to Montana. You want to move to Montana?" She's like, "Ah." Uh, this I is- kind of run one of the most valuable <laughs> NBA franchises and the most storied NBA franchises. I'm going to stay in LA. Okay, cool. And then like, you know, like a month later, Hey, uh, I'm gonna take a job in New York. Right. Like that's as far <laughs> geographically that's away. That's just classic breakup strategy. No, no, it I really, mean, I've done it really is. It really, times. it really is the writing on the wall. Like, Hey, I'm going to take a job as far away from you as is possible. Right. But like, I know, but baby, I still love you. Love you like I still, I st- I'm still in this. I used to have to make myself seem as pathetic as possible to get some, some of the relationships out of the way. So I'd do like, I'm thinking about moving back in with my parents yeah. and stare <laughs> at them. Yeah. And stare at him, and then when they finally move out of the house, I'm like, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm gonna move downtown into like a way nicer apartment without you. <laughs> Not, is that, that what happened? Did that ever happen? <laughs> uh, my best one is uh, I, I come home one time and I go, uh, you know what? Instead of going to law school, I'm I'm uh, I'm going to professional wrestling school. <laughs> what do you think about that? Oh. Wait, that, that wasn't that wasn't a scheme. That was fact, though. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he actually, did wrestling school. Yeah. So anyway, Phil, I just want I just want to ask you a question. How's it going? How's it going? Oh, free plug. Shirts still available. Uh, my steak and eggs is 
the Orlando Magic whiteboard. Mm. The whiteboard of shame. This would have been our first ever unanimous steak and eggs if we this had was, such a thing. This was the most hilarious thing. If you don't know, the Orlando Magic signed a guy. I don't even care what his name was. Cristiano Pirolo de Dildo. So they, they, they signed... Hey, now. They, they, <laughs> the they, Lonely Pony Cristiano Ronaldo? <laughs> they signed a guy for the end of the season... And in the PR photo, which some poor staffer, uh, you know, God. the social media Ex- expert. Ex-staffer. No, no, no. It wasn't a staffer. It was one of his homeboys. Oh, it was? Yeah, it was just his friend okay. posted it on his but social they, media. They take a photo. And on the, in the backboard, there is a dry erase whiteboard that says Orlando Magic Fragent Targets. And it's all these hybrid bigs. Mm-hmm. And, his, and his power listener, uh, Trey, Indy Trey, uh, pointed out, if your name is on that Fragent Target board, you should retire. Like you should, you should. It is a list of some of the uh, who cares least desirable. There are some good ones on there. Chandler and, Parsons, and please, please take him. Like <laughs> Lou Dang's, like all Lakers fans, are like take him. Lou Dang's on there. Right. Chandler Parsons' name is on there twice. Yeah, he, he's now they're under stretch bigs. Yeah. I thought hybrid trade targets. I thought for sure it was Graham Parsons. I thought yeah. maybe Alan Parsons for that awesome <laughs> Bulls intro. Serious. The Bill uh, Reed. The there's also on there Dario Saric, and then it says question mark trade for AG like Aaron Gordon. <laughs> like you're you're spoiling like hell. We're thinking about trading one of our young players. And uh, spoiler, Sixers aren't taking that. No, no, not, not a minute of the day. Super, maybe maybe Super part- Dario's got what three Rookie of the Month uh, awards under his yeah. belt now. Maybe part of the process is getting a sweet slam dunk contest winner though. Ooh, everybody wants one of those. Yeah, but he embarrassed himself with that drone. Good God, so bad. Tainted. He must have been paid a lot, though. Tainted his second. They were giving him extra tries with that drone. So gross. I I never thought that you would. You know, this is kind of Trumpian in its uh, operational security. You know. Oh, was right, this, right, right. Was it, did this go down at that country club? He's always. At? I think it's at it Mar-a-Lago. Could, it could be. That's where I, they. It also, him. It's also funny. Some some of the targets are like Tobias Harris, <laughs> Mo Harkless. Guys, we guys. got rid of. Like, like guys, you <laughs> dumped for literally nothing. You're like, you know who we should get? That guy we gave away. Yeah. Somebody needs to do a... One, you know Derek that? Williams. I mean, you can't hear... Derek Williams. James Johnson. They got Michael Beasley, Terrence Jones, Dante Cunningham, P.G. Tucker, Rudy Gay, Omri Caspi. Hey. Porter? Otto Porter? How are they getting Otto Porter? Oh, uh, you know, just uh, Aaron Gordon. Maybe they and, just brought uh, in a room full of 13 Two tickets to Harry Potter world. With no understanding of the, be- the NBA world and say, what are names of players you would think look cool and blue? And those, those are the guys they came up with. But I'm pretty excited. I mean, I Horace get... Grant was he on the list? <laughs> Let me get Dennis Scott out of retirement. I think there's 3D. a column. Of, I think there's a column of white players. No one's pointing it out. <laughs> what? It's like the. It's like maybe the, the DeVos column. Is that the fifth right? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, the best for me uh, this week. I I could have apologized about this really and was going to, but then decided to apologize for horrible references. The East, uh, the Eastern Conference playoff race has been. Way more fun than the Western, which I did not oh, see yeah. coming at yeah. all. Because, I mean, Blazers just kind of slam dunk the Nuggets, although this Nurkic injury kind of cast some shade on that. But Eastern Conference, I don't know what's going to happen. We talked about it a little bit. But, the yeah, the Heat not being – that they're having a rough schedule. And then uh, Indiana it's not playing real great. Charlotte. Jimmy looking. Butler should win the MVP. He's yeah, Jimmy incredible. Butler's out of control. He's looking incredible. I mean, the case obviously ha- is – there that Dwayne Wade didn't help that team and Jimmy Butler kind of you know reach his full potential this he's entering his peak years uh of his prime and the basketball game slows down and his physical attributes are still there 
And I, I don't know. He's not that, – that team scares me. Like, it, they've – they just have – and it's – I know it's stupid and only psychological, but beating the uh, Cavs, sweeping the Cavs in the season series, uh, I think that gives them a little bit of, like, chest puffery and lets them go and play a first-round matchup with a it little bit It has to be a sweat. mirage, though, right? Bobby Portis isn't actually good, is he? What's going on? What's happening? Well, that's that's the point. I, like the lineups they're playing are crazy. Yeah, and it's just it's just Jimmy Butler in my mind, like dragging them to this. Uh, all the like fringe MVP guys like that are all kind of breaking out of the because Paul George has been amazing lately too. He looks great. His duel with LeBron was nothing short of incredible. All these guys who like you know we haven't even really talked about much this year are, are like, hey guys, remember me? Yeah. Which is Kind of fun because it makes the playoffs that much more interesting. And you always, some of these first round matchups we're, we're kind of sighing at. Nathan Walker, uh, who's a basketball stats guy, he says there's a he points out there are only five players in the NBA who are in the top 96 percentile of real plus minus minutes played and percent of team team wins, and leading it is Jimmy Butler. The other ones are Russell Westbrook, LeBron James, Rudy Gobert, and Giannis Antetokounmpo. So Jimmy Butler, like legitimately, there is a analytics argument to be made. I don't know. He's the most valuable player. Again, depending on how we define all these things. But I'm not even joking. Like Hoiberg was on this list of coaches that could be fired. Like we're looking at the first season ever, likely with no, or in forever, with no NBA coach fired. And it was like, I feel like it was Terry Stotts was on the hot seat, sort of. Yeah. And then Hoiberg was like the Vegas candidate kind of, hot seat man and I feel like, like them doing this and again you don't know how much credit all goes towards Jimmy Butler but it seems like Horberg having them winning these games when they keep seeing like we keep counting them out I think is impressive it also goes like to Jason Kidd uh, who won Eastern Conference Coach of the Month who we're not sure he's any good at all no but they did go 14 and 4 the Bucks did uh, you know I am sure it's good in the month Chris Middleton Chris Middleton is amazing future. lots of Chris Middleton pieces being written future Grizzly all right, what's the Chris Middleton, Chris Paul, and George Hill are rated as having the greatest injury impact on their teams from lost win shares. Hmm, that's interesting. That feels right. Do you know where I got that information? Uh, your bee hole. It was sung to me by Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. Might need to work on our parts. Yeah, that we need to harmonize. We got to row, row, row that boat. I think we could do it. Musicians. I just started moaning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was getting a little Ohio players Man. in there. Oh. What do you got? A game Damn. of You got a game of scones? I do. Oh, snap. So I found this really cool website called Man Games Lost, and this is the only free plug they'll ever get because it made me give them, me, give them my email address, which always I find irksome. You got a burner email. Everyone does. But I think this is a time of the year where a lot of teams and franchises kind of make excuses like, oh, we were hurt too hurt this year. If we'd had the X player, we would have done better. Cody Zeller. Let's sort that out once and for all. What I'm going to do, guys, I'm going to give you the opportunity to say healthiest or unhealthiest, and then you need to pick one of the top seven teams. Either healthiest or unhealthiest teams. And this is due, uh, this is on off from a table on mangameslost.com. NBA, t- NBA team games missed due to injury. Okay, and so we're just trying to pick. Either I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you the chance to pick to pick one of the healthiest teams or one of the unhealthiest teams. Okay, if you get in that nebulous middle zone, that's a strike, got three it. strikes, got and it. you're out. Okay, Chuck, since you never ever win, I'm going to let you go last. Keith, <laughs> that's fair. 
Would you like to go healthiest or unhealthiest? I will go healthiest. Okay. I will go... Oh, I froze. Uh-oh. Brain freeze. It's that double... Keith has two tubs of the same flavor of Ben & Jerry's upstairs. Oklahoma City Thunder. Healthiest. That's correct. Third healthiest team this year. I'm going to go healthiest. Okay. I'm going to go Houston Rockets. Oh, that's a bonus for Chuck. The healthiest. Yeah. Keith. I'm going to go unhealthiest. Right. I'm going to go Memphis Grizzlies. That's our first swing and a miss. Ah. Grizzlies are the ninth least healthy team. Ah. Uh, Just missed it. I'm going to go unhealthiest. And this might bite me in the butt, but at one point in the season, the Miami Heat had the unhealthiest roster. They've slipped to the second unhealthiest Mm -hmm. roster. So... Well done, Chuck. Keith. Well done. I will go unhealthiest. You going grape nuts or are you going corn pops? <laughs> going grape nuts? Oh, that's healthiest. Oh, oh, I was thinking taste. I was thinking, I was, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I misunderstood. Uh, unhealthiest. I, unhealthiest. I don't know why I'm doing this. This might be harder. I'm going to go Pelicans. New Orleans Pelicans, fifth least healthy team. <laughs> all right, all right. Running out of teams, boys. I'm going to go. You're going to go grapefruit or strudel? Let's go grapefruit. Healthiest it is. Let's go San Antonio Spurs. Ah, yes. The fifth healthiest team this year with extra lisp provided by me. Keith, will you be choosing Pop-Tart or Banana? Keep getting confused on them because yeah, I think flavor is good. Pop tarts yeah. bad, bad for you. <laughs> it's sugar. It's what you good. eat is bad. Right. What you think is good is. You bad. feeling all right, Keith? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go healthiest. Okay. I'm gonna go banana. I'm gonna go Indiana Pacers. Oh, this is close. Three, four, five, six, seventh. Ooh, yes. Seventh healthiest. I'm gonna go healthy. Ooh. I'm gonna go. Boston Celtics. I'm afraid not, Chuck. The 10th healthiest team. Hmm. All right, one strike apiece. I feel like we're doing well. Yeah. Yes. I don't set you up for horrible disaster a la Keith Parrish. Keith makes no sense (laughs) when he gets these questions. I'm going to go... Keith would be asking us who the team doctors were. (laughs) (laughs) How many minutes missed? I'm going to go unhealthiest Denver Nuggets. Nope. The 12th unhealthiest. Oh, it's two strikes for me. I'm going to go unhealthy. Okay. Let's go the New York Knickerbockers. No. No. Oh, wow. No, no, no. The, the Knicks were very healthy this year. That's Almost on the healthiest list. <laughs> That's That would have been an automatic loss. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right behind the Pacers for eighth. Right. Um, You're just thinking of their mental state. <laughs> All right, Keith, will you have a donut? That's unhealthy, Keith. Or not necessarily. <laughs> or <laughs> let's go with What if it's strawberry filled? An egg egg white omelet. Uh with feta cheese. Oh. That's healthy. Gross. I'm going to go unhealthiest. Gotcha. And I don't know how these are judged cuz I feel like there's some funny business involved here. I'm going to go Lakers unhealthiest. No, 
And Keith, I think this is an automatic loss. Automatic loss. The uh-huh. Lakers are the sixth healthiest team. Oh. <laughs> I did it. It's a double, <laughs> a, a double X. <laughs> oh, I did it. I do need one. No, I think you won. I think I, I think was I killed that the it. Third one. I mean, that was my third strike, but also negative. Yes, got you. Also one of the healthiest teams. So because Mozgov and Dang apparently all healthy scratches. <laughs> right. uh, what about the Clippers? Unhealthy. Uh, the Clippers are unhealthy, but they're they're like in the middle. They're eleventh. Really? Yeah. Uh, the the one you guys the ones you guys missed, which I was surprised you didn't do more of the unhealthy. Seventy uh, Sixers, obviously uh, the unhealthiest. Oh team. yeah. Uh, and then I, I forget- Timberwolves, Raptors, uh, Mavs, Jazz, and Trailblazers. That, that rounds out that. Yeah, George but, Hill missed a lot of games for the. And then Jazz. you guys nailed the healthy ones. I think the only ones you didn't mention were, and this is the most surprising one to me: Phoenix Suns, second healthiest team. Weird. They're that bad just because well, again, they're that bad. When, 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 that's just funny business when they're yeah, not yeah. playing, guys. Like, oh, they... and then the Warriors. Yeah, despite Durant's injury and really, so that that was like, that was though. a couple ones where, but between like the Warriors and the Blazers, I couldn't decide which way they went. Like I knew Evan Turner was out, but I felt like everyone else on that team had been healthy, right. and, I, and I could be wrong. And the same with the Warriors. Like I knew I knew Durant was out, but then I didn't know. You know. A really cool website and some really cool uh, stats too, and you can sort it by like loss win shares, and you can even look at and see like when when a player is out, what it does to the rest of the team. Yeah. Like I was telling you, Chris Paul, uh, Chris Middleton, George Hill. Huge impacts. Also, uh, Kyle Lowry. It's not nothing that surprises you, but you can actually go and look and see exactly what it does to them on a metric level, which I thought was pretty neat. That's pretty good. Nice game of scones there. All right, that was kind of a wrap-up of, of steak and eggs. Let's run through some quick cream of wheats. What's the worst thing you saw? There was a robbery, boys. What was and it? This isn't Derek Fisher getting his jewels stole again. <laughs> this is a, a robbery of a much graver uh, proportion. Timmy Hardaway, senior, please, robbed of a Hall of Fame bid, a five-time All-Star, five-time All-NBA team, first team, 97, 61 wins on a Heat team that if Michael Jordan and Dennis Rodman didn't have absolutely monster seasons, they could have easily made it to the finals. Who knew how much rampant homophobia could hurt your Hall of Fame chances? It's serious. I think it's part of it. Um, You know, I think besides all that, when whatever his style of play, I think, uh, kind of uh, inspired the Iversons in the quick water bug type. Cross- the UTEP two-step, baby. Crossover point guards. He was smooth. It was the only move in NBA Live 95 I couldn't pull off. It was incredible. But his teams always won. They were exciting to watch. That NBA Live reference was very on brand for the show. Really? <laughs> really? I couldn't, I couldn't figure that out where the, you hit that button. And that was the game before 2K, boys and girls. Yeah. Uh, I'm not saying Tim Hardaway should have been a first ballot Hall of Famer. I'm not saying, but it's about time homie gets in because he's uh, he, he's just he was just one of the most exciting players I've ever seen play. Run TMC. I can't Incredible. add much to the conversation Chris because Mullen I have no idea where the bar is. Yeah, I don't know. Like I remember being uh, famously incorrect talking about Mitch Richmond not being well, in the Hall of Fame. He's in, and, and he's in. Mo- Chris Mullins. Okay, is in. if if he's in, the other parts of but the TMC Mitch Richmond getting in, in right. is like the the standard. We're like, oh well, then I guess I can do this. Yes. What's next? So to, uh, to a me, man marrying a cow. To <laughs> me, it's just Derrick Rose can't get in. <laughs> yeah, that's the only rule. That's the I only follow. person I'm probably ever going to. I don't say. care if he won MVP that one time for no reason. Michael, you may not pass, it or is, if you can, if you're going to let him in, you can just have like a you know a, a display of 
how Michael Wilbon won an MVP for somebody <laughs> by just crying about LeBron for a whole season. I was poorly dressed. When man. you were talking robbery, I thought you were going to go with Russell, Russell Westbrook not winning player of the month. Oh, my goodness. Western Conference not winning player of the month, which is just setting him Wait, up what? for not winning MVP. Yeah. yeah. And it, I mean, Damian Lillard and the Portland Trailblazers had a very good record good. last month. And but He uh, was awesome. Westbrook's uh, about to eclipse Robertson's number of triple-doubles this season. He right? just tied him. That he is. He had the highest points scored in a triple-double ever in 57. Um, yeah, dude's been destroying things. Speaking of the Blazers, my worst thing, and we talked about this some with the playoff races. Use of Nurkic injury? The use of Nurkic injury. Him with a little tibia fracture, and as his was pointed out by Matt Moore on our show, He's notoriously slow from coming back from injuries. Maybe that was just him being in the wrong headspace in Denver. But he was also kind of fat in Denver. Him, him getting hurt now all of a sudden, maybe does it crack the door back open just a little bit for the Nuggets? And at the very least, it damages, I think, the Blazers having a fun first-round playoff If the Nuggets had the any Warriors. heart, then yes. <laughs> yeah. John, what do you got a worst? Well, before we move on from that, is there any chance of Nurkic coming back from the injury in the playoffs? Is that possible? Yeah, he's supposedly going to be reassessed like right before the playoffs, but it's, that's only going to be... Get him some of those platelets, man. Two weeks. Give him that deer antler spray. Mm-hmm. Give him some of that Ray Lewis. Um, my worst of the week is pretty predictable. Um, Washington Wizards crying over checked in a full JaVale McGee antics. The uh, late game blowout three. Are you speaking of this? Brandon Jennings, like, used to try to score 100 points in games. Right. I think he did do that, like in high school. You don't get to get mad because JaVale McGee finally gets to shoot a three-pointer. Yeah. You just don't get to. Also, they were only down 13, and it was like more than two minutes left. That game wasn't completely over. That was just boring. Do you want to hear something that's hilarious? Boring, petty I always want to hear something hilarious. So, um, Reddit user... uh, NBA stats kit Brian Scalabrini states that the Wizards lead the league in blowout three point attempts. See, so this season teams have attempted a combined 11 three point shots, went up by 20 with less than 10 seconds to go in the fourth. The Wizards lead the league with three attempts out of those 11. This would be different if this was great like, work, Chuck. This yeah. was Anthony Mason or Jerry Stackhouse getting mad and feeling disrespected, but it was Brandon Jennings. So, yeah, and like. Doctor, heal thyself. Yeah. You know, you guys are going to sit there and complain, but you've done it more than anyone. Although in the Kerr did say he was not, he, he was not a fan. He had to talk to JaVale. It wasn't the time to shoot right. a three. Oh. This is not Shaq in the all-star game. <laughs> yeah. Steve Kerr talks out of both sides of his mouth relentlessly. That's well, true. And the, and, well, the, and the Warriors are, are whiny too. That the whole thing left a bad taste. Going to talk to me about politics while he's getting high on his reefer. But That's right. the other thing though, is last season, the, the, you know, the Warriors sat their starters most of the fourth quarters of their games, and they got slack for that. Yeah. You know, and now they're playing people in the, at the end of games to ensure you know whatever they're getting their minutes. Oh. And people are complaining about that. We're just we're just all fed up with the Warriors. Not, not to get too scattered and smothered, but I think one of the unsung stories is teams like the Warriors and the Celtics getting to rest their guys right now. It's huge. And their blowouts and stuff. That's that's going to be a thing. Yeah. And LeBron's having to play like 79 minutes in double (laughs) overtime games just to get a half game within the first playoff spot. That's going to be exciting because he has that back-to-back on Tuesday night and then on Wednesday night. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's move to the awards segment of the program, the International Stackhouse of Pancakes Award, given each week to the worst performance in a box score. We have several honorable mentions. Ricky Rubio, 1 for 10. James Harden, 4 for 18. Kyrie Irving, 5 for 20. John Wall, 6 for 20. 
Kimba Walker, seven for 25. There are three nominees. Dirk Nowitzki in a loss against the Grizzlies. Three for 17. 13 points, 12 meaningless defensive rebounds. One assist, one turnover, two personal fouls. Markeith Morris in a loss to the Jazz. Two for 13. Eight points, seven rebounds, one turnover, four personal fouls. Sasha Bujicic. Say what? Who I didn't know was playing basketball games. <laughs> Those are some antics. One for 10. and Tank I lost, antics. And a loss to the Celtics. One for 10, four points, five rebounds, four assists, a steal, and a turnover. So we have Dirk Nowitzki, three for 17, 13 points, 12 boards. Markeith Morris, two for 13, 8.7 boards. And Sasha Bujicic, I didn't even know he was playing games. One for 10. Four points, five boards, four assists. Who we got? This is hard. It is kind of hard. I'm always going 420 or better. I like John Wall. <laughs> what? That now is an honorable mention. He's not, oh, even, not he? even up. Oh, geez. Not even up. Oh. You got to pick between. T- <laughs> <laughs> who are the, who are the guys? Sorry. Keith and I were, or Chuck and I were having fun while you were reading. Yeah, this. I was putting John on my Instagram. Uh, so we got Dirk, three for 17. Markeith Morris, two for 13. Sasha Vucic, one for 10. And I'm going to miss Dirk. I love Dirk. Yeah, give him an eye shop. I think I think this I think is a might res- have earned it. This is a respect. This is an eye shop. I'm going to give. Hey, to you remember that, that? Remember the finals? You remember Dirk? what in 06? Yeah, that was a great those? finals. Yeah, <laughs> like fantastic finals. What? There was another one. <laughs> was there another finals <laughs> that the Heat played the Mavs in? I don't Dirk. Remember. Dirk sweep. Dirk. 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 All right, so Dirk sweep. Sweep it up, Dirk. I'll do it. I'll give it to Dirk as well. Shut it down. He did get 12 rebounds, but three for 17, it was the most spectacular. And this is because we love you, Dirk. This isn't us making fun of you. I, I really think you're one of the greatest players ever, and uh, we love you, Doug. And now for a special segment, a, a repeat guest for the second time in show history. My wife, very patient. The, the biggest Patreon oh, yeah. patron. She, of Fast Break Breakfast. She floats this whole <laughs> endeavor. She's the Medici. <laughs> yeah. But she's back for another edition of Abby's Crepes of Wrath. This segment is where I like to air my grievances that are related to the National Basketball <laughs> Association. Uh, this week's grievance has to do with the duration of the season. I would like to posit <laughs> that it is approximately four months too long. <laughs> Ideally, you're thinking, what, a one month? How many, how many games is a perfect season for you? I think she wants it to be like the Olympics and only once every four years. <laughs> I think November to March seems really reasonable. I mean, that's college basketball. She's not wrong. They do well. Yeah, I, you know, but this is the free market. You know, they're going. They're like, I, I want to see Abby in on the CBA. Oh, we can get her. We, I know Chris wanna, Paul's looking for advice. Let's see her argue this in front of a bunch of angry black dudes. <laughs> I did just break the news to her about the new basketball tournament in August. We'll be watching. <laughs> so that'll carry us. We're taking September off. September <clears throat> off, you know, that's fair, right? Yeah, you'll be watching football then. It's true. <laughs> it's glorious. <laughs> My old lady's never coming on this segment. <laughs> but, but when do the finals happen? Uh, I think uh, like, I think August, July. I think we're like they're in six June. weeks away. They're in June. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The playoffs are starting and it's like two more months. Right. Right, so the finals end in June, and then you go to Summer League for a while in July. Right. And then you've got this basketball <laughs> tournament in August. And Correct. And then when does the preseason start? September. September. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, September. It starts in September, baby. Uh-huh. 12 <laughs> months of basketball. <laughs> right. So I, I 
cannot, I'm sure I'm not the only partner out there who would like to request that Adam Silver take under consideration a shortening of the season. <laughs> Run it up the flagpole. Do you know what, they, what happens. they are doing is shortening the preseason. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck, we agreed not to talk about this. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, you forgot. That and that is Abby's Crepes of Wrath. Thanks for uh, thanks for joining. <laughs> Thank you. I think we can reach a compromise here, though. What's that? Just get divorced. <laughs> Share custody of Chase Buddy Buttinger. My ex-wife loves basketball way more now that we're not married. So. <laughs> who, does she, who does she root for? Uh, whoever I'm rooting wow. against. Yeah. This got dark. <laughs> well, I would be gross forever. Don't worry, baby. <laughs> All right. No Grizzlies epilogue this week because it is a lame duck episode. They're going to be playing two games probably before you even hear this. Well, if you want to hear Grizz talk, you can listen to Keith do a fantastic interview with Matt Moore of Hardwood. Hardwood. Paroxysm now? How do you Paroxysm. 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 The parallax. That's how he says it is. And also for our Grizzlies fans, we will be having on Wednesday night... Chuck and I will be at Double Dog Sylvan Heights Wednesday night at 7 for so the jealous. watch party against the Thunder. We will be giving away a Zebo wrestling buddy, mm. a Chandler Parsons yoga mat, uh-huh. and various other awesome... Marcus All Grill set. Marcus All Grill set with some other prizes, so make sure you Mike come Mike Conley out. Argyle socks. It'll be the last watch party of the regular season that we will be doing at least one in the first round of the playoffs. Will there be more rounds to the playoffs? I doubt it. Probably not. <laughs> yeah, get in while the getting's good, folks. You know what my um my favorite giveaway we have? Uh, it's the Wade Baldwin phony baloney pony. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Parfait away, gentlemen. What are we looking forward to? Oh, it's about that playoffs. Yeah, well, I all, think we said it. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's all it says. We, it's a silly question. The Watch party and playoffs. We've got uh, you know the the top of the East looks weird. Uh, Cleveland might get uh, home court throughout. Might get that number one seed. Uh. Indiana, Miami, Charlotte at the Although, bottom of the East. I'll tell you what we're actually looking forward Chicago. to. Chicago. Is uh, the over-unders coming down to the wire. We are going to have a... Yeah. We're coming ha- down to the, the Bulls. I don't even want to know. At 40 and a half over-under. It, they look great. Now it's dead. No, right. And even the... Like, Hornets can win out. Hello. Even the, uh, even the Warriors... Uh, 66 and a half is looking oh, possible for him. There's so many good ones. The Celtics, 52 and a half. We should do a special. You guys shouldn't even be allowed to talk about this. Because we didn't bet any money. We, we are cowards. We should do a special over-under review show. What do yeah. you think? I have bets on uh, the Celtics to win their division and the Cavs to win the Eastern Conference that are, the Celtics are kind of, they, while well, they may have won me money on the other, I think they're going to cancel out the yeah. Cavs bet. <laughs> Well, you guys, thanks for listening. Remember, if you want to support that Vanderbilt basketball team and support our chance to win big money, go to fastbreakbreakfast.com, and that will redirect to the voting page. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at fastbreakbreak. Also, join our Patreon, patreon.com slash fastbreakbreakfast. You guys are the best. Thanks for listening. And remember, breakfast is the most important thing. Yeah, never apologize for being G and G. Fan break, break, man. You understand?